consider grace. This message encourages to have an overview of your life and consider that you have been set apart by God. And God's grace will restore double to all that you've lost. Pastor teaches how to walk in the double anointing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's open our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 3 verses 16 to 21 and Zechariah chapter 9 verse 12. Then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. And the one woman said, O my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day after that I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night, because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight, and took my son from beside me, while thine handmaid slept, and laid it in her bosom, and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son which I did bear. Amen. Tonight, I want to emphasize the 21st verse. 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 16 to 21. The 21st verse. And when I arose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning I want to title the word consider grace when I had considered it in the morning behold it was not my son which I did bear one more scripture the book of Zechariah the ninth chapter verse 12 turn you to the stronghold you prisoners of hope even today, so I declare that I will render double unto thee. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you blessed by the word tonight? Amen. Already we heard some amazing word. Tonight, as we continue to look into God's word, may the word of the Lord set you free. May the word of God shift you to levels that you never imagined possible in your life. May God do mind-blowing things in your life. May God give you long-lasting laughter, long-lasting joy. May the grace of God make you to enjoy the goodness of God, enjoy every blessing that God has got for you, and may the face of Jesus shine upon you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We know this story, 1 Kings chapter 3. There were two women and both of them were harlots. Their body did not belong to them. It was public property. Anybody could trample them, do with them whatever they wanted and leave them. Both of them 
were staying in the same house. Who do you allow to stay with you? Because you don't know what the one you have invited into your life, the evil that they can do to you. Who is fighting with you by being with you? This, both the women had a baby, but one woman, you know, if you have ever been to a delivery ward, I've been to one. <laughs> I think when my second child was, God blessed us with the second one, I was inside there. And you begin to respect womanhood and motherhood and all that a lot more after you be there once. The delivery, the, the conception, the delivery and the birthing time. This woman has gone through all that. And when she's labored and when she's brought forth, somebody else is fighting over what she labored for. Both of them overslept. One overslept and overlay on the child, her child. And the child died. The other woman's child was stolen. And the 21st verse says, when she woke up in the morning to give the baby the suck, behold, the child was dead. But when I considered it, but may God give you a butt bigger than your neighbor. <laughs> but when I considered it in the morning, this was not my baby. I just had to throw it in there. <laughs> but when I looked again, when I took a helicopter view of the situation, I said, this is not mine. And tonight I have a question for you. When you take an overview of your life, are you where you are supposed to be? Is this what you are supposed to be? I ask myself the question when I am in prayer. At 50, Lord, this is, is this where I am supposed to be? Whether it be spiritually, whether it be health-wise, whether it be financially, whether it be ministerially. Lord, I want to consider, is this where I am supposed to be? Is this my life? This looks like my life, but this is not mine. Because Jesus promised me life and life in its fullness. He promised me that I would have not a better yesterday, but I would be changed from glory to glory, from strength to strength. So what's happening? I mean, is this what I am supposed to be? Where I am supposed to be? 
what I am holding in my life is this mine. I would have con- I've got to consider it. Somebody switched that which is rightfully mine. I'm listening to somebody who told me that is yours. That is your life. At 40, you begin to have blood pressure. After 40, there is no life. Somebody told you that. But consider, is that grace? Is that what God said? Somebody told you that after you gave your bar, your 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 your, your give birth. I mean, you go through postpartum depression. Well, consider it. Did God say that to you? Somebody told you. That you shall have to take loan after loan to finish your project, but God did God tell you to do that? Did He not promise that He will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory? Consider this: what you're holding, what you're trying to nurse, whether it be your business, whether it be your family, whether it be your marriage, is it dead? Is that the marriage that God wanted you have? Somebody told you that's what you need or that's what that's what is your portion. But consider grace, consider it. Think, wake up, don't sleep the sleep of death. Psalms 13 says some have slept the sleep of death. Wake up. Look at your life very well. Somebody has given you a medical report and told you that you are your life, your life, the way it is going. You might just make it through for another five years, or you. you, you somebody doesn't need to tell you. Got Mr. Google or Mrs. Google? But did God say that? some of you have epileptic prosperity you stagger for some time you think you're going places and then you fall down and falling oh my god i'm dead and then uh, somehow somebody breathes a little bit of life into you coming up again then you is that is that what god said it's dead somebody laid on their baby killed it and they've put that onto you but i believe that god's grace is going to show up if you will wake up that means pray if you will consider the word of the lord if you will consider grace if you will know the heart of jesus this is not mine this is i can't be carrying this affliction I can't be staying in this bondage. I can't be living like this depressed. I can't be struggling all the way through my life. Do you like what you're seeing in your life? Is this how your marriage should be? Take a good look at it. because you assume 
with your baby. This is how life has to be. Assumption is the lowest point of knowledge. Assumption is the lowest point of knowledge. Sometimes people come and ask, Oh, what's the Kannadi in the day? They assume. Did God say that after 40? Gosh, I can't do anything more with your eyes. Moses at 120, his eyes did not dim. Sometimes people say, listen, because of COVID, because of the economic situation, because of recession, I don't think my business will ever come again. Did God say it? Consider. Is this what you want? It doesn't matter, you know, you go to any place, even in North Indian villages or anywhere, you'll always find, no matter how many poor people are there, there'll always be a money lender. Somebody is obviously making money. <laughs> when there was a famine in Bethlehem, Elimelech took his family and left Bethlehem. But it was in that same land, in that same famine, in that same Bethlehem that Boaz prospered. You are not supposed to be moving according to the world and the pressures of this world. You have a covenant with God. You have Jesus Christ as your Lord. You have God's word. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You are a child of God by faith in Jesus Christ. You are a citizen of New Jerusalem. You have, hallelujah, been born again, washed in the blood. You have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. You have the angels of God fighting for you. Glory to God, you're washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Consider that you are not like others. God has set you apart. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. In the Ratri, may the delivering grace of God come upon your life. Amen. Don't allow the devil to tamper with your baby. I mean, she could have got up and said, okay, this is my life. Let me go just bury my child. But she considered and she said, no, no, I might be a harlot, but I have a king. I have a king to whom I will take this problem. Hebrews 4 says, approach the throne of grace to receive grace and mercy at the time of your need. I have a king. Open your mouth. I have a king. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I won't be silent. I will go to the king. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I will go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I will go before Jesus. I won't be silent. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I will pray.
if you are too silent you will be silenced she spoke she spoke to the king about it this is not mine for somebody who is waking up and considering your life there's a turn around anointing coming over you amen there is a turn around anointing why should you serve the lord and you have nothing to show forth for it what does not look like yours bury it walk out free walk out with the living child have your child restored back to you your child is the proof that you existed your child is your seed it's your future is your destiny consider if god gave you a baby glory to god blessed be the name of jesus walk out with your baby if god gave you a prophecy god gave you a word walk out with the blessing of that word if god is sending a word across your life glory to god take a hold over it the other lady who was familiar with her wanted to hit her future there are people familiar with you who is taken away that which is rightfully yours she said i might be a harlot but i am a wise harlot i'm a fighter i know i have a king amen and she said give me help me open your mouth and say have the king of kings and the lord of lords have the king of kings and the lord of lords amen if she had not gone to the king and asked for help what she could not do the king did for her king got up and said give back that baby glory to god amen See sometimes you got to learn to take your load to the king. Your fear, your anxiety, your worry, things that are dying in your life, take it to the king. And if you will do that at the cross of Jesus, an exchange took place. An exchange will take place. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. for all that she lost a restoration came that is sekreya 9 and verse 12 it says that when god restores you god will restore double to you can you say that with me god restores me when god restores me god will not only give you what is yours but god will give you double long time back i read a book of joyce meyer called double for your trouble double for your trouble we sing that song mm-hmm. yeah.
everything double double your favorite double 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 anointing double double anointing double double your wisdom double double your grace will double double hey, hey, hey. my god is good Personalize that. Say, my money double double. My favor double double. My health double double. My breakthrough double double. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Sing it one more time. And this time say, my. Mm. My favor double double. My favor double double. My money double double. My anointing double double. Double, double. My wisdom, First time I heard this song, there was this the singer was singing my money double double. And I thought, my God, what an unspiritual guy. He's singing my money double double in church. And then I was reading the Bible. It's always good to read the Bible. And then I found in the Bible it says, Do you know that? Well, God is gonna restore somebody's fortunes. Look at Genesis 43. King James Version and the NKGV Version both says it. Genesis 43 and verse 12 and verse 15. And take double money in your hand. See that? And take double money in your hand. And the money that was brought again in the mouth of your sacks, carry it again in your hand. 15 verse. And the men took that present and they took 
double money in their hand Woo. Hey, 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 hey. My, my God, God is good, oh, hey, hey, hey. My God is good, oh, hey, hey, hey. My God is good, oh, hey, hey, hey. My God is good, oh, everything double, double Everything double, double My favor, double, double My favor, double, double My money, double, double My money, double, double Hey My God is good, oh, hey, 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 thank you, Lord, my God is good, oh, hey, 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 my God is Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. There is a grace that will restore you. Restore everything that is rightfully yours. Even your finances. Double for all that you lost. There is a season when money comes. Everybody knows that in their lives. And then there is a season when money just keeps coming. And you got to enter that season. In the name of Jesus. Now sometimes people come and ask me, Pastor, doesn't the Bible says be content with what you have? And I said, yes. But I know there's a problem that you have. I said, the problem that you have is that you don't have a vision and you don't have a mission. So be content with what you have. Only somebody with a vision and with a mission will need resources. Because provision comes with vision. I'm not speaking about you having another Rolls Royce. I'm speaking about 8 billion people to hear the gospel. You want to print that book, you want to bring out that book, you want to get on the TV station, you want to, you know, send a team to interior parts of India, you want to hold a, a convention in another part of a country, you want to see millions come to Jesus, you want to see souls set free, you want to see demons come out of people, you want to see the sick being healed, you want to see men and women of God being in the mission fields. You need money for that. So that your family doesn't struggle, that you don't have children's school fees to pay.
money doesn't come easy money doesn't come by fasting and prayer there is an anointing there is a grace Isaiah 48 verse 17 says I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit open your mouth and say Lord teach me to profit teach me to profit teach me to profit amen, amen. hallelujah glory to god amen so why does god give you double the first portion god gives you for your house to take care of your needs the second portion god gives you for his house <laughs> for his gospel for his kingdom Amen. And sometimes it hurts me. I go to a certain city or town, and then you see the pubs in the finest places, crowds before the pub, best cars, crowds, and then you look at the churches in that city. People coming on cycle, walking. getting in a bus and coming there struggling to pay their child school fees not having a house of their own not having proper clothes of their own and nobody teaches them nobody tells them nobody prays for them I'm not the pastor who will tell them be content huh? just be content at least you have life your be content in your heart whether you have you don't have but god if he is your father if jesus be your lord if jesus said in psalms 23 the good shepherd will supply all your need the lord is my shepherd i shall not want One Peter two verse nine says, "You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood." One version says, "Kingly priest, kingly priest." You're priest. You're a child of God. You're a priest before God. You know how to go through the throne of God and worship Him, to pray, to ask. But when you come out, you're coming out as a king. you're coming out with authority and there is a financial authority also that god wants his church to have glory to god do you feel like a royal priest or do you feel like a poor priest 1 peter 2 and verse 9 says you are a kingly priest a holy nation God's own people, color of darkness unto His marvelous light, to declare the light of the gospel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Some churches, some people, some families have famine, lack. Even that which is rightfully theirs is taken away, and they just accept it. They just assume that it's okay. 
But we are like Joseph. A lot of grain in the house, even during famine time, you can give out. Double, let that grace abound upon you. Consider grace, consider grace, consider grace. Let that grace to multiply. Glory to God be released over your life. Like father, like son. Amen. Like father, like son. Look at Ezekiel 47, verses 13. The book of Ezekiel, the 47th chapter, verse 13. Thus saith the Lord God, Yes. This shall be the border whereby you shall inherit the land according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions. Joseph will have two portions. Jacob is saying, I'm going to give my son Joseph two portions. And Joseph is saying to his brother Benjamin that they be double. See, father gave to Joseph. Joseph is willing to give double to his brothers. What the father has, the son can also have. Anointing is contagious. What Jacob carried, he gave to his son. Amen. Amen. And even in the famine time, Joseph had plenty to give. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. You are a child of God. Jesus is your elder brother. Deuteronomy 21 verse 17 says, The firstborn shall have double. Double anointing. So how can I walk in that double anointing? I've looked at men and women of God who have carried a certain element of anointing in that authority of finances. And I've noticed that I've asked them questions. And one thing I've realized is, one thing is that they have a dedication unto God. I'm not speaking about filthy rich, I'm speaking about godly rich. They have a dedication unto God. Where they at least pray one hour in the gift of tongues. At least one hour daily. Other than contemplating on the word and worship and all that, they spend at least one hour. Yeah, you go on. You spit to your father. The book of Job says, when Job lost everything, when God restored him, God gave him double. See? When it is double, it's not the devil, it's God.
Can you say that with me? When it is double, when it's, double it's not the devil. It's, not the devil, it's, God. it's God. Say that again. When it is double, when it is double it's, not the devil, it's not the devil. It's God. It is God. So what is grace? Consider grace. Grace is the cancellation of a process. Imagine you've got to get to uh, the 7th street. And if you've got to get to the 7th street, you've got to cross the 1st street, 2nd street, 3rd street, 4th street, 5th street, 6th street, and then you reach there. Grace is the cancellation of that process. Grace takes you right into the 7th street. Receive grace for double. Amen. How do you move into that kind of grace? Well, you don't murmur and grumble and expect things to multiply in your life. There's a praising heart. Jesus multiplied the bread and the fishes. He didn't say, Father, what is this? How can I feed so many people? You call me into ministry, this is what it is. You know, initially, as of my ministry, I used to do that. I said, Lord, so much of need. Ah, I don't want to stand before people and say that there's a need. No, Lord, what is this? And I used to say to the Lord, Lord, what is this? And God said, what? Thank me for what I've given you. Praise me. So I know and ask him, what is this? He said, thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you've given. Amen. From now on, look at somebody sitting next to you and say, I won't have one egg, I'll have double eggs. Bullseye. <laughs> double bullseye. Just not one egg, just double egg. <laughs> what are you believing God for? Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Isaiah 61 verse 7. Look at that. Isaiah 61 verse 7. It says there. For your shame. You for shall, your shame. You shall have double. For your shame. You shall have double. For my shame. I shall have. Double. Double honor. Double. Amen. Amen. For every shame you go through. Tap into the grace of God. Consider grace. Don't consider everything is gone. Say, Lord, you will restore that which is mine and you will give me double. Somebody is going to get double grace. Double honor for all the shame that you're going through. Look down by people, talk bad about you. Uh, people have uh, isolated you. You feel alone. You feel rejected. You feel you have failed God. You feel there is no more hope. God's grace is coming upon you. His mercy is reaching out to you, setting you free. Glory to God. There is a honor, double honor coming your way. Doesn't matter how big your enemy is. Hey, pastor, does a child of God have enemy? Of course they have. I don't have an enemy. But there are a lot of people who see me as the enemy. <laughs> you understand that? 
And I was reading this. Psalms 35. If you're one of the ones who see me as an enemy, this is a prophecy for you. Psalms 35 verse 26. Let them be ashamed. Let them be ashamed. And brought to confusion. And brought to confusion. Together. Together. That rejoice at that, mine hurt. Together that rejoice at mine hurt. Let them be clothed with shame. Let them be clothed with shame. And dishonor. And dishonor. That magnify themselves against That me. magnify themselves against me. Say that word over your life. But that's not the word. That's the 27th verse is what I want to highlight. Let them shout for joy. That's what you need to do. For you to walk in that grace, your talk should change. You need to be a prophet with your mouth. You need to speak it out. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Are you with me? You need to prophesy with your mouth. Speak the word out. Even if you're surrounded by enemies looking for your shame. Direct enemies, secret enemies, people who fight you from behind your back. Doesn't matter. Every secret enemy, every public enemy, God's word says here they will have shame. But as for you, as for me, let the Lord be magnified that delights in the prosperity of his children. Glory to God. When you and me prosper, God is going to be magnified. When you, when you, when you buy that land, when you build that home, glory to God. When you build that company, glory to God. When you serve God, God is going to be magnified. Except your wife, you can have everything double. Glory to God. Some of you take this prophetically. In the same job that you're having now, you're going to have double salary before December. The same business that you're doing without seeing profit, prophesy it out. You're going to see double before this financial year is through. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Other song, lift your hands. Glory to God. Rai Baba Shandana Prabhadaram. Vaida Rajana Prabha Hastamanadi Giriya. Glory to God. We worship you, Jesus. Amen. God cannot lie from his word. Second Chronicles 20, 20 says, believe in God and believe in his prophets and you will prosper. Look at somebody, if there is somebody sitting next to you and say, I will prosper. You cannot lie to me. You cannot lie to me. You cannot lie to me. Line of Judah. You cannot lie to me. You cannot lie to me.
of Judah will never lie to you. If he's promised you something in the word, he will do it for you. So may God restore you. Consider it. Consider grace. May he restore double favor upon you. Double peace, double joy, double help. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen.